0: Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports.
1: All
2: right. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, great. All right. Well, well, we're back yet again. Make room for sports. Uh, Make room for sports. And uh, with me, I have, as always, Mikael Britt, who's in a car right now.
1: Yeah, with my uh,
2: sleeping... Baby and coffee drinking wife, <laughs> and yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll, uh, And Mike Lochran.
3: Hey, I'm uh, I'm in my bathroom in Philadelphia with my dog.
2: And of course, Dave Dominique. I'm drinking an Oscar
0: Blues Pinner Throwback IPA at two in the afternoon on a Monday.
2: And it's a it's a special episode. I mean, they're all they're all special, um, but this one's special in an unusual way, in that Dave has brought uh, our first Dave guest, uh, although we all know him. Uh, Nora Soth has joined us today to discuss some serious sports and sports information.
1: Yeah. Uh, North, yeah.
4: North, where are you? Where are you at this moment? And uh, I'm, yeah. I'm in uh, Carpinteria, California, and I'm in front of. I'm actually. Uh, I also have a shift with my newborn, who's awake, but not, but not, not being a nuisance right now. So it's
2: cool. Yeah. No. I mean. <laughs> He he probably gets like when things are important or, or she I don't
4: know I, I didn't mean to misgender your child I'm sorry a bad start bad start <laughs> he's,
3: just, I, I mean, he's
4: he's misgendered all the time I mean it's so you know he's, he's at that age right now
3: can somebody <laughs> ding <laughs> Simon we need a ding on that I think sounds problematic 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. he'll get um,
2: it he'll get it uh so yeah so look uh, I, I do we want to just jump into plays of the week guys I mean the listeners are probably pretty excited right now to hear what we've got. Or do we want to jump into James Cardin <laughs> conspiracy theories? Um, <laughs> because I, I, as you all know, I picked the Rockets to go all the way this season. Uh, th- they were my NBA championship. They, I was pretty convinced that they were gonna. It was gonna come down to them and the Warriors, and there's no way that the Warriors could win because of their morale issues. And uh, I was mistaken.
0: Well, I think and this because- is a good moment to uh, to, to ask for Norrith's opinion because North has been a long time fan of the rockets coach mike d'antoni and i think james harden so what, what do you think north
4: let's analyze it yeah i mean um so uh, l- like you I, I i wanted the rockets to wheel the way but i knew they wouldn't because there's a thing with sports you know you know you know the guys who are going to succeed and the guys who won't and unfortunately mike d'antoni is one of those guys even though he has an amazing system and makes you want to watch basketball he's going to fail for whatever reason and, What's the
2: you know, system? Yeah, wait. What about what is the system? And 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 yeah, I'm curious about that first. I guess. Okay, it's,
4: it's not. What well, system is the wrong word? It's more. And, and this is one of the things I've learned about sports. It's always like the winners usually are decided in the last moments, in like that one minute. There's one minute left, and the scores decided by one point, and the coach makes a decision. And Mike D'Antoni usually makes the wrong decisions. in in the postseason, he gets he gets huh. rattled. He gets rattled by the other coach. But in terms of like setting up a system you know, for fun basketball, for like normal people to watch, he, I mean, he's made, I mean, my girlfriend started watching the Phoenix Suns because of Mike D'Antoni, and we watched basketball for that reason, so, but he, but he loses all the time. And when the, when the Phoenix Suns finally beat the Spurs, I would tell Dave, this, they were coached by Alvin Gentry, uh, when, uh, oh, yeah. they, they weren't coached by D'Antoni, who had, who had left to New York by then. Uh, so he's never so. won, a,
3: D'Antoni's never won a championship?
4: He's never won a championship as a coach. He was actually a European player. And uh, interesting fact, he was Kobe Bryant's hero when Kobe Bryant was a kid in Italy. That's why he wore. That's why he wore, originally wore number eight, uh, Kobe. Then he changed it to twenty-four later. But he was Mike D'Antoni. Uh, that was like his idol when he was in Italy. So Mike. So Mike D'Antoni <laughs> wore number eight when he was in Italy. He wore yeah. He won like five championships or something. Well, wow. you know that's, that's in not That in Europe. So Mike, Mike <laughs> as a D'Antoni player, is- yeah. Uh, and and but wait, so
0: I I think it's compelling, like what you're saying about Mike D'Antoni just sort of folding under pressure in the last minute. But if we think about what just happened in Game Six, that that's not really the narrative. I mean, they yeah, got right from 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 tip to buzzer. So
2: yeah, they they were behind like
4: thirty points, right? I mean, forty, I think. So so what what Harden happened? there, did North?
1: Know, Harden didn't Euro step.
4: Well, I'll tell you, I know exactly what happened. Unfortunately, uh, Mike, D'Anton- Mike D'Antoni likes to use a seven player rotation in the playoffs. So he likes to play his players 38 minutes each. Whereas like someone like Greg Popovich uses 11 player rotation, where his players play around an average of 28 minutes each. So his, his players were exhausted by then. And he likes to do that because he doesn't like to sub his, he doesn't like to sub his players. He doesn't have enough trust in his bench players to, uh, to um, you know, to win a champion. I mean, you can't, and you know, Popovich is the first coach who kind of like, uh, who would rest players during the season, and now everyone's doing that.
0: Um, North, but why did James Harden not take a shot until six minutes into the second quarter? Because he was tired. So he just he... decided not to take a shot?
2: No, you heard what Norris. he was just sleepy. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, it's like game six. Like, they're tired. They've, they've been playing. Which is... We've been what, talking about
1: Harden being sleepy since, like, we first learned about his existence.
2: Yeah, he gets tired easily. And, and like, well, no, so here's – let's – so what is really going on with James Harden, North? Like, what was going on in that game? Because he he can't be that tired. They no, that's
0: true. I
2: mean, he, the, the,
0: let's recall that, that James Harden uh, created more points this last NBA season than anybody in NBA history. And so juxtapose that with the fact that the Rockets – um, took the least two-point field goals in this game of any team in any game since the shot clock was invented. Make room for
4: sports. Too extreme. Wow. I can't understand yeah. it. The well, team can't uh, account for that. Yeah, you well, have he, to explain he, this, Norris. Okay, so D'Antoni's system is a love or a hate, and a system where the players love him or eventually rebel against him, and Harden was probably just like fed up with him because they lost the last game, and I don't, you know, I'm, I think he probably rebelled against D'Antoni because he put too much on him to win. Uh, I find
0: that compelling. Yeah, I think I think there was something emotional and sort of uh, personality oriented that that happened in this game. I, I don't think it was just physical fatigue or a breakdown of the D'Antoni system.
4: But it reminded me. It reminded me of a of a, that, remember Dave when uh, when LeBron was with the Cavaliers, they lost to the Celtics in the, the second Celtics. round.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
4: And he, and, he, and he infamously didn't take any shots or anything. And there was a, there was a theory that uh, who's that point guard? Like, like, can I curse here? Am yes. I allowed to curse? Yes. So, it, so the remember that one guard like fucked his mom, and LeBron didn't yeah. take shots.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we've covered
4: Devonte, this. I think Devonte West, Devonte West, yeah. I, yeah. Devonte West, <laughs> yeah. West. Right. That's the last time I saw a superstar player like not take shots like Harden did. That wasn't when LeBron so, just kind of no came one, up. No one on the court had sex with Harden's mom, so... Why how, how, how do we know that?
2: Well, and this is my follow like... So, I mean, Harden wouldn't deliberately throw the game because he's in a bad mood, but you just think he was, like, so thoroughly demoralized um, by how the Rockets are coached. And he's... And is the Rockets bench any good? Oh, yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, have a, they have a good... I mean, but the thing is, as a coach in the postseason, you're supposed to trust your bench players. You can't win with seven guys, like being, and especially in that Tony system where you have to run full speed from one end of the court to the other, the whole game basically, I mean, eventually you're just mentally exhausted, if, especially if you're not winning, you know, especially when they lost game five, which they were supposed to win, you know. Um, I don't
1: know, I don't know, North, you're not, we're, we're looking for answers and you're not giving it to us. Well, well
2: I, I, I'm wrapping my head around something here, which is, North, you like this coach because he's a bad coach. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, I think uh, he's reflective of probably my own position in, you know, in my own professional life. Like, I, I, I fall in love with these <laughs> a- entertaining people who don't succeed, you know, so that's... Well,
1: it's kind of like Mike Loughran's theory that America doesn't want good quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, I think They're Mike just... was going to say something which would have been exciting because I think he's been quiet okay. for like 10 well, minutes.
3: I was going to suggest... That maybe what happened is James Harden wanted someone to have sex with his mother, and then no one did.
2: Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the a, worst.
4: That,
0: that, that's that's a good one. That, that is one a good worst. That's a good. That is yeah. very really good too. Uh, can someone fire up the problematic
3: counter, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, because we are like, we are the podcast of note Two. in investigating NBA cuckoldry. Yeah, uh, it's one thing we're known <laughs> right. for. Um, I mean, what that, I'm that, investigating it, here is like reverse cuckoldry or I mean, um, especially ab- uh, cuckoldry.
4: The, since especially Zantoni is only using seven players, one of those other. Five players could have fucked his mom because they weren't <laughs> doing anything anyway, right? So you no, just right. said, okay.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's- yeah. Problematic
2: speech counter, please. Well, mm-hmm. but you know that it's um. Problematic. Well, you it's know like the- Two, I don't even know how that's three. problematic. I mean, the right wing. So like the internet right wing thing used to be like like conservatives bragging about their um their hot wives while like calling like left wing dudes cucks. But like in 2017, they're all like bragging about their hot daughters. So I actually <laughs> think we are entering some new oh. like. Like stage of what cuckoldry means and, and it's exciting and and i think James harden is like on the forefront of this
1: i'm What's not it? gonna do the
2: problematic uh, drop for this one no it's not problematic what, what i'm saying
0: sounds problematic.
4: Well. Oh, this, this, this is of course reflective of our of our you know mm. of world uh, the, of our president who is also obsessed over his own daughter. Well, so mm, sounds problematic. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Donald Trump, and Rocket
0: Trump. But okay, all right. Can we, um, can we, make a natural? Can we make a natural transition and maybe North can can also lead here to talking about how similar uh, the first half of the Spurs Rockets game and the Spurs Warriors game, how similar those first halves were, and then what happened in the second half of the of the Warriors and Spurs game last night on Sunday night. Make room for sports. Did you, um, did, did you did you did you did you watch that or or yesterday during the afternoon?
4: Yeah, yeah, I did see it. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously, without Kawhi Leonard, you know, it's, they're much easier to. I mean, when someone like that disappears, the other team's very confident. That's like the alpha. The yeah, team, but, but but let's remember that Kawhi
0: Leonard didn't even play in the Rockets game either. He well, wasn't wait, in the game it, at all.
2: It, it, he got injured during the game last night, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm up on this. But Kawhi Leonard wasn't
0: in the Rockets' game at all. He was he was out for the entire game when yeah, when the Rockets yeah. got trounced. So.
4: I know, I know, That's and that's that's what makes it more amazing that D'Antoni lost that game. I mean, they, they, they should have had that game. I mean, there's um, so they, is this just
0: it, illustrate the like the, the distance between um, like, like how good how, the Warriors are and and how how sort of mediocre the Rockets turn out to be.
4: Yeah, I mean the Warriors can score. Twenty points in like five minutes if they, they did, won. They did. <laughs> they yeah. did. Right. <laughs> was it yeah. five minutes? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, they, it. That's the thing. It's like it's more. It was it's four like, minutes. No, it was
0: four minutes. They scored. They scored nineteen points in four minutes when Kawhi Leonard got injured. They went 19-0. They, they went on. An, or no, no, sorry, it was eighteen zero run when Kawhi Leonard uh, got injured yesterday in the, in the first four minutes of his injury.
3: And they go on these runs that are just like evil and demoralizing to the other team, right? They just like suck all the hope out of the other team. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it just seemed inevitable because even that 18-0 was not enough to 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 bridge the gap. They were down twenty five, but you could just tell. It's, it's, that they're yeah, I mean, play. they
3: were still down. They were down twelve at the start of the fourth quarter. Yep, um, which has been overlooked, I think.
4: I think twelve points. At uh, twelve points, to the Warriors is like three points to anybody else. Do you, you know, do, think,
2: do you guys think the Warriors do this on purpose? Like 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 a pool hustler? Do you think they like losing? Yeah. In the first like three quarters, and then they come back in the fourth quarter just because they can.
4: <laughs> well, well, well. These championship teams they have a swagger. They do. The Lakers used to do the same thing with yeah. Bob Jackson. They they used to be down twenty five points and come back. I think they just get they know how good they are, and they don't have to. They're probably you know uh, listening to our podcast. Yeah. For the game, and they got you know they just didn't really care. Yeah.
3: Or they, all, they, they, a all, they all deactivated their like Instagram
2: <laughs> accounts, but they're still listening right. to our podcast.
4: Well, I mean they got to get their
2: <laughs> sports information from somewhere now.
4: Um, so no, I think I, I no I, I think that Popovich uh, I think that they were kind of they had such an easy run with the first two rounds, and people actually defended the perimeter, and they were kind of shocked that they were there were like cans in their face, and they were like, oh, we got to play like that, and it took them a while to kind of adjust to that. I think okay. is what happened. And then they finally started scoring. Uh, I, they, were like, should... they were like, wait, there's a hand in my face right now, and I have to shoot it, a, a three-pointer. Like, how is that possible? Because uh, <laughs> the, other, the other two teams could not defend them. You know, um,
1: oh, ca- random question I'd like to ask. Who's coaching the Warriors right now?
4: Good question. Oh, Mike Brown. Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting factoid also. Yeah, can what you talk about that, North? Well, who's well, that? Mike Brown, just, Mike Brown is kind of like the... Uh, He's kind of like the pinata of the NBA, right? In some ways, I mean, he I mean, he used to coach LeBron James. <laughs>
2: In that, like, like beating him yields candy, delicious candy. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, what was that metaphor? <laughs> well, he he's taken LeBron James to the finals and lost, and he's also and then he was and then he was rehired by the Cavaliers later and fired again. Yep. Uh Before LeBron James came, I and mean, he was also hired by the Lakers, I think, right? So he coached Kobe. So he's kind of like hated by all... He's supposed to be like this defensive mastermind, but whenever he coaches a team, they they really uh, underachieve offensively. They can't score. He's kind of like the yeah. opposite of D'Antoni. Dan right, he, he, he also was a protege of Greg Popovich. Wasn't he an assistant coach for Popovich? Yeah, he was He was like his pupil, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he looks like he eats a lot of candy. Yeah.
3: Oh, he's actually he does, lost some
4: weight, I think. He looks like he's in better shape right
3: now. He does seem like a super happy dude, like whenever you see him on the sidelines. He doesn't, look, he, he doesn't look stressed out at all during the games. He
4: just I would definitely appears. rather hang out with him than uh, than D'Antoni. I think I'd be really happy too if I got fired and I still had five million dollars. I'd be <laughs> I'd be really happy. I'd be, I'd be is, a lot of candy.
3: <laughs> North. Is he one of these coaches that winds up collecting contracts from multiple teams because he's he always been that. fired?
4: And that's he is he, he he's like the, he's infamous for that. And, yeah,
3: that's and, one of my favorite facts about the NBA is that there's all these coaches who are getting paid by two and three teams at a time. <laughs> How's that? Well, like, because if you get you sign a contract, and if you're let go after three years and you have two years left, that team still has to pay you. And North might be able, or Dave might know more about this than me, but I think like that team has to still pay you unless the team that you wind up coaching buys some of that contract out.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true, and and there's no salary cap for coaches. Um, oh, players wow. can't can't pull the same scheme. Uh, players can only be getting paid by one one team at a time. So right.
4: Yeah, it's, it's like when a woman gets divorced and she gets – her husband has paid alimony and she gets married again. So she may not, you know, want to – if she had a rich husband before that. Uh, yeah, Mikhail, Mich- 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 you dinged that, cool. right? Yeah, can you yeah, fire yeah. up yeah. Atlantic
0: speech
2: yeah,
1: counter? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <Great>. definitely, <laughs> definitely.
2: Perfect. Um, well, I Six. mean, by the way, I mean, coaching the Warriors at this point in the playoffs, I mean, it's a pretty sweet gig. I mean, you just show up uh, and you're like, hey, guys, go win. Uh, and then you sit on the bench playing Yoshi's Woolly yeah. World on your little, like, 3DS or whatever. <laughs> and you look up occasionally, and you're like, oh, they're behind. Okay, well, guys do better. And then they win. Uh, might, yeah. have to give, like,
1: might have to give one pep talk at halftime in the locker
2: room. Well, I mean, it's, it's like directing, uh, you know, directing Kevin James in a Paul Blart movie. It just kind of runs itself. <laughs> it's pretty much like, so they
0: showed that actually Steve Kerr was in the locker room last night. And he oh, wow. and he did not look great. Uh, or I keep saying last night because I watched it on DVR, but it was yesterday afternoon. Um, he didn't look too great. He looked pretty frail um, and yeah, sort of needed. He's gone, he's
2: well, what's going on with him? Yeah, because my father circuitry. my father like messaged me like like what's going on with like Steve Kerr's back like disease.
0: His spinal spinal column is leaking fluid.
2: But is that from a surgery? Yes,
0: or? it's completely fra- like doctor induced. Yes, he, he was, oh, no. fine. They, oh, they botched a they botched a back operation on him, and uh, I guess they punctured his spinal cord, and they can't they oh. can't fix it. They tried to fix it, and now he has these debilitating headaches from it.
3: Well, not really Said it must be kind of like Steve Kerr's worst nightmare because the fear, if you're coaching, it seemed like the Cavs or the Warriors, is that no one thinks you can coach at all because you don't have to, and then if you get this horrible back injury and you actually can't coach. And then some guy who's in fact has a long record of being a terrible coach winds up winning the championship.
0: Uh. Well, I mean, this literally materialized. Luke Walton, who is basically just like a surfer dude, like smoking weed oh, in yeah. Santa Barbara, um, right. coached them to the to I think like the greatest beginning of a season last season. What did they start? Yeah. Like like forty two and two or some nonsense. Yeah, uh, whatever. When, it was. When her was out. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah, Luke, I mean. Uh, Luke Weldon's Walden, like the Dan Quayle of the NBA, basically.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's perfect. in yeah. um, reference.
1: No one references Dan Quayle anymore. We, I've been but
0: I want to say more to that point and, and responding to what Simon uh, said earlier, or someone w- was saying, at halftime they, they showed footage of Steve Kerr Sort of coaching in in scare quotes the Warriors and basically because they were down twenty points and basically what he said is, all right guys we need to just go out there and play tough we need to just win win the next three possessions and take it from there. <laughs> and that was basically. <laughs> right. I, I could definitely I think, that. I
1: like I I Draymond, do that. I think Draymond. I think Draymond gives the real pep talks.
4: Yeah. No, but I, I don't think it went like that though. I mean, and, and I'm I'm very sympathetic to Steve Kerr, but I think it went a little differently. I think it was like, <coughs> guys, <coughs> we need to win because I may not have much you know much time left <laughs> that, kind oh. <laughs> oh, know, yeah. that. kind of that's thing. Sad. that's sad. <laughs> you think it's like then, an
0: emotional
4: <laughs> thing? <laughs> and yeah. then like yeah and then cuz you'll use any NBA coaches will use anything to motivate their players. So um well so, just, uh,
2: yeah, I mean they just need to like what? Well, I mean, for, I just want to – got to pause. We are having the worst audio yet, listeners. Uh, yeah, so
0: someone is having is – It bunch sounds of like, like someone's in someone's ra- standing can,
2: outside
3: in the rain or something.
2: Oh, oh,
1: no, I'm, really? I'm in my car, and it's, Mike. And it's raining. so, yeah, Mikael,
0: <laughs> what you need to do is – Mikael, when you're not speaking, can you mute? Because <laughs> we can hear the road noise, uh, we can hear the rain. Well,
2: but that'll uh. throw off our rhythm. But I, I now – no, actually, I just got to say real quick, now that I know that it's rain on a car windshield, I kind of like it.
3: I was Which really relaxing. relaxing in it. Yeah, I thought it was like yeah,
2: I thought Mikhail was just being attacked by like locusts or something. <laughs> um, no, so actually, now that it's rain, now that it's rain, like I actually think it adds to the list of experience. So Mikhail, uh, don't mute unless you want to. I don't know, whatever. Do, do whatever. I just had it on
1: mute that whole time.
2: Yeah, it was fine, but it, you know, this is better. This is better. We like okay. the rain. Well, I mean, I, again, I feel like most listeners of this podcast, uh, it is because they can't afford a proper white noise machine, um, right. so they turn us, they turn us down so we're like barely audible as they drift off, and then they wake up and they've like choked their pillow um, for some reason. And,
1: um, and also, I mean, this episode is like is is like more of like one of our more, our more serious sports episodes, so we need something to like. Oh yeah, I don't want to be part it of I don't, I don't want to be part of a serious
0: sports thing. Well, between the static and like the fact that we're all using like I don't know some kind of hand, like like $2 hands-free devices, it kind of sounds like a 1940s uh, like Orson Welles like radio player
2: or something. <laughs> and, I, and occasionally you can hear the, shri- the shriek of a startled infant. Um, <laughs> yeah. and that helps too. so all right. Um, so, okay, all right good, well, good. I, I I just want to say, you know, obviously I go um I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm i hope Steve Kerr's back gets better um and he can go back to pretending to coach the Warriors. Um, I, 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 we wish the best for him on this podcast. If he wants to come on as a guest and talk about it, oh, yeah. uh, we're open to discussing that. He's going to have to pay us a little bit, but we'll we'll consider it.
3: I have a question, actually, about... One more thing about this. Why can't they just... Like roll Steve Kerr out and like prop uh, him up on a pillow somewhere, and then have the assistant coach call all the shots. Okay. Like, why does he have to stay home? It seems really mean.
2: Yeah, well, I, just, I, I can actually. I mean, I had a, I had a botched epidural once during surgery, and um, whoa. And my uh, sp- this is actually true. Yeah, this is um, back in Ithaca actually, um, and like, I had basically like the 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 epidural didn't work and basically my spinal fluid was like leaking out and they had to like basically uh i had to go to the er and get put on um a bunch of like saline drips and they had to kind of redo it which um was really one of the least pleasant experiences of my entire life you upset I, the baby, Simon. One well, I mean who I don't even know which baby's upset at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought epidurals were for women
0: uh, in labor. No, it's for any surgery,
2: good... it's for you know, I don't mean you don't need to get necessarily too personal, but it's for any like kind of surgery from like the waist down, basically. <laughs> um, so, this so was, intrigued. I yeah. feel like
0: really need more information. I mean,
2: okay. this is like, you know, I, I was not living a healthy lifestyle back in my, my like, teens and stuff. We can get into it later. Huh. But, um, you know, at, at any rate, uh, in all sincerity, one thing that I do Simon remember... Simon put
1: a penny up his
2: urethra, and it got <laughs> okay, I'm the guy. Sorry, um, Simon, I just had to call you out. On the no, phone. no, it's, it's, it was like... It, it, I've know, heard about that, yeah. If it, it, they, they told me at the ER, like, stick with dimes, kid. <laughs> You'll never go wrong with dimes.
3: Uh, that's why I, we I, called him, once they took it out, we called him No Sense Simon.
2: thats That, is, yeah. that, took, that's, that ruined actually so a lot of... A
4: was, a it, it, was it a game of Heads and Tails? Were you like, calling Heads and Tails? <laughs>
2: that that was like- the <laughs> only way I was able to achieve uh, any kind of pleasure during that period of my life, was, was, getting, was getting that call right or punishingly wrong. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, so, I mean, again, uh, what I remember from this is that genuinely I couldn't be upright. Um, and I think it was because like the spinal fluid, like you know, kind of like cushions your brain a little bit at a certain point yeah. or something like that. like mm-hmm. like, so um like if I tried to be upright at all, I got instantly like a pounding headache. Oh man. Um, and like like a like worse, you know, I, I don't get migraines or anything. I'm actually like, uh, you know, aside from this chapter, uh, a, a pretty healthy guy. And uh, you know because as as I text you guys every five minutes, I take like I eat the Alex Jones coffee beans um, constantly. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I mean Steve Kerr, like he said something to the effect of like he wouldn't wish this on his worst enemy, or you know this kind of, no one should have to experience the kind of pain that he's in, or something. He's,
2: yeah, like really I remember bad. being like well, ba- I, basically like 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 when I was going to the R, ER, I was like just like I hope I can convince someone there to like kill me. Essentially, oh wow, was like my plan. <laughs> um, well, I, it's like well, that
4: well, level of like sickness. Right, well, that sounds horrible. But well, I don't know about you guys, but one of the things that always amazes me about these events to these. Super wealthy people is is they're super wealthy. Why do these these things happen to them? Like I know a lot of people with back problems who so didn't have to deal with this. You know. Um, well, I mean, back surgery
2: is is particularly like a roll of the dice. Is is the problem? And 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 I've like since this experience, I I've become like one of these like Hollywood weirdos when it comes to like back injuries, where it's, I just think that like, you should try. Everything before you try surgery. That's what yeah. Kurt's saying
4: now. And and I don't, don't by the back way, back.
2: I, I don't think that's true for like cancer or whatever. Sure, <laughs> I, sure. I, you know, like like if you have cancer don't like go get some C B D oil and hope for the best. But uh, like um but with back injuries it really is one of these things where like surgery should be like a last resort, because we really haven't figured that out totally yet. And, and I know-
0: saying that now, he's just saying like, don't just, don't do it. Don't do back surgery, just do physical therapy. It's not worth it. Just don't do it no yeah. matter what.
2: I mean, even at my yeah. school where, I, you know, I, you guys know I, I do the martial arts thing. There's a couple people who've had back surgeries that like they're still recovering from like 30 years later. And and maybe, maybe it'd be worse if they hadn't had the surgery, who knows, but it, it definitely is one of those things that can yeah. um, create more problems than it solves. So
1: I'm learning so much. Like, wow. Yeah, I, mean, this, I think I, this is an education-heavy
2: episode.
4: But I think one of the one of the one of the things about backs is that you know, like a you know, as a writer and <clears throat> or like all of us pretty much like sit down most of the time. I think one of the worst things <laughs> is that these guys have to sit through it in the entire game. I mean, even when I'm getting a ticket to to see a game live, I don't like sitting there the whole time. These guys have to sit there, you know, for like 82 games a season. You know, they're just sitting down all the time, and that's not good. that's the <laughs> worst thing for your back. They should let NBA coaches be like. Like football coaches, like walk around more, you know. Like, they yeah, like they don't walk around.
2: There's nothing to prevent them from standing up. It's just that they like block Jay Z's view or whatever, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I mean they should have the. they should have their own like little like little, like, little, like little like phone booth where they can just stand there, and like you know like curse or whatever, and, and like, curse at the referee or whatever. But they should have their own little coaching like stand, standing spot. Yeah, like they like, call, like, they like, call, like 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 a phone booth. Yeah, yeah, like a conductor, you know, like a, like an opera conductor. You're just kind of like, uh, I'm just going to stand there for three hours instead of just sitting. Because you, you feel compelled to sit because everyone's sitting, right? And you don't want to get in people's way. I find and it then, hard
2: to believe that sitting down, like, like six hours a week is what caused this, though. Um, though I do agree that, like, NBA coaches should, like, ride, like, hoverboards up and down the court and right. be, basically <laughs> just make themselves more interesting.
1: NBA coaches stand
2: up, guys. I've yeah. seen it. No, I've and, seen it, too. Uh, I feel like uh, D'Antoni never sits. Actually, Yeah, Michele, we? Are you safe? Should we?
3: Should we analyze this?
2: Well, should we talk about McCall? Oh, McCall just put us up. McCall either just died or put us on mute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. What are we talking about? What, were, what are we analyzing, Mike? Uh, the
3: uh, the uh, the regularity with which NBA coaches stand up, sit down, or walk around during a game.
2: Uh, let's table that one. But I'm gonna go out <laughs> on a limb and say that it's um it's it's like fifty. It's like it's like evenly split. I'm alive. Okay. <laughs> it sounds... Little, yeah. Where, where are you, Mikal? I'm, just,
1: I'm on the ten freeway uh, in the car. Heading <laughs> like, which direction? Uh, heading west.
2: Okay. Can Tiffany say uh, hello
0: just to prove that she's
2: there?
1: Okay.
3: Can Tiffany,
2: say hello. Hi. hi. Oh, oh. All right. Hi, Tiffany. <laughs> that was like d- That's like... This is like a... I'm realizing that if we count the two babies, this is a quadruple guest episode. <laughs> I'm realizing that that's the first female voice on this podcast. And the last... <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Think, like, like that was our feeble effort at uh, diversity. It's like, there's
4: only, I think there's only one female assistant coach in the Spurs, right, in, in the entire NBA. So oh, is that, that kinda is that true? I think so. Yeah. Now,
2: like, well, that's messed up because there's a lot of male coaches in the WNBA. Like,
1: right. I don't know. What, I'm, I'm <laughs> taking the phone back. I don't know what
2: you guys are saying to me. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, let's skip to day to the seg- we, to Dave. What we we're
0: saying was that uh, Tiffany is the Geraldine Ferraro of this podcast. <laughs>
2: um. Okay, Dave. You, I have I have the next item on the outline as Dave March Madness poisoned my NBA. Well, I think it's time for us to move on to that. Whatever it is.
0: Oh yeah, I don't have a lot to say about that. It's just that, you know, throughout my life, people have always talked about professional sports being. Disappointing, and how college sports are more exciting and fun, and that you know the level of energy in March Madness is so much higher than the professional level of energy because the professionals are all jaded and blah blah blah. And I was always just like, yeah yeah yeah, like I just can't stand watching college sports. It's just it's just sloppy and doesn't look good. But this was the first year, as uh, listeners know, that I actually engaged with with March Madness and got really into it. And just watching, actually, last night I reviewed. The Rocket Spurs game, and, and I basically just watched James Harden only, like as I when I reviewed the tape of that, and then and just it immediately just kind of uh, made me compare it to March Madness and like get bummed out about how it's true that like there's no college player that would be operating at the level of James Harden who would play with that kind of effort in a March Madness game that Harden played with in in like his wow. elimination game in the NBA, and it and it kind of bummed me out because. I've I've been living in you know inside of this lie where I've like imagined that that everyone else is wrong um, that college
3: sports. Wait, is I'm not. confused. Is a bumblebee going backwards or forwards? Like, do you feel like you've missed out on a lot leading up to now, or do you feel like the NBA playoffs will never be the same?
0: Yeah, as a ladder. Going yeah. just, just oh, moving yeah. forward, I just can't. I can't. I can't look at professional sports the same way. And like now, I have to start keeping track of college sports. It just seems like a lot to have to keep up with. And, like learn learn the players of like 150 colleges. And yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but it, but it's kind of fun because they're all like weirdos, and, and you know, it's a little more into in, they. They're like less. They're um. They have less like management. Uh, like helping them shape their image. So True. it's kind of more entertaining. Um. I don't know. I look. This is my first except year. Except
4: for the balls. Well, yeah. except, except I think. I also for the, think that. For the, yeah. I also think it. that if, if, a, if a college guy fucks your mom, you probably won't care because you're in college. Yeah, it won't like. You're, yeah, uh. it
2: won't affect the game.
4: Is what you're saying as much? Yeah, because you're probably high and. Doing a lot of college stuff. I don't yeah. know.
3: That's the first ever. Like that's one sentence with two problematic utterances. That's a, that's a new podcast record. It might like. be. It might be. Yeah.
0: You could get two counts on that one. Two.
1: All
2: right. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what we do when our guests like when our guest is in timeout. It's like we don't even have a guest. So we'll just keep we'll just keep North active for now and see how it goes. Um, I think. Um, well, Look, this is my first time watching either Dave and I, and I completely agree um bet- if it's you know between teams like the warriors who do these weird performance art like things in the fourth quarter where they like see how how behind they can get and still win yeah. um which is actually like straight up something out of Kuroko's Basketball uh, which is the only thing that's allowed me to understand basketball as you guys know over the course of this podcast is the, a- the anime show that I watch yeah. um yeah, yeah they, they, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it but they they do things like that it's pretty cool um but also uh you know James Harden you know having like an entire game where he just like lies on the court because he's so depressed. Yeah. Um, and and I thought we were gonna I thought we were all gonna like have conspiracy theories about whether or not he was drugged or something, whether or not like the Spurs had yeah. drugged his Gatorade. Um, there were
0: <laughs> shots of him where he he just he looked hollowed out. Like you look at his eyes and it's just like nobody's home. I, I, I
2: mean I think looks that, like that well that video that you sent of like his teammate um trying to help him up, and yeah. and, and James Harden just like can't even he can't even deal with it.
0: Well, he just he won't accept any help. Like, he tries three times. Nene tries tries three times to help him up, and he refuses and then just gets up by himself. That seemed kind of like a cold, uh, like something's going on in the He literally Eric.
2: swats Nene's hand away from him yep. at, the end, at the end of that clip, and it's like the James Harden I know would never do that.
0: He also yells at Eric Gordon like multiple times in game six if you watch the tape. He, he's just yelling at his teammates. He, he, he looks pretty perturbed.
2: Well, I, I like it when he does that. That's funny. Like yeah. like yelling <laughs> at did, them is funny
3: did but he like, offer any explanation like in a in the post game conference yeah, his, ex-
0: his explanation was that they couldn't get a rhythm going that's all he would say that's didn't
3: all he said.
4: But if he didn't say sense. anything about himself That sounds like a PR explanation like his PR person just just say that yep. well, you know, he, he,
2: <laughs> he might have felt that but that's like the answer that you give when you're trying to blame everyone other than yourself but you can't outright say uh-huh. Like like if someone asked me like about our bad episodes I'd say like we couldn't get a rhythm going, but what I meant is, like, you guys all messed up, and I was, like, great. <laughs> it was man. great, but you guys couldn't figure out what I was trying to do rhythm-wise.
0: I'll tell okay. you this, and I'll tell you this confidently. Like, the, the person that James Harden answers to most is not Mike D'Antoni. It's the CEO of Adidas. Like, James Harden has a $200 million contract with Adidas. Okay. So I'm pretty Whoa. sure Adidas has a rep in the locker room that tells him, like, what to say and what not to say in the press conference.
1: Right.
3: Hmm.
2: All
1: right, That's I'll buy an that. Interesting angle.
2: Well, and uh, that brings us, we'll, we'll get back to the NBA, the WNBA experience that McHale and I had, but that brings us slightly to um, our, our real kind of business of the week, which is how do we get uh, the Ball family to sponsor this podcast um, so that we can wear Big Baller shoes. Oh, yeah, were we going to do a... Uh, well, we were going to pitch some ads, uh, right. but I think, I don't know if we, like, did anyone come up with an ad concept that we can kind of sell this, like the Big Baller brand on? Like,
3: I thought one was to like pool our money, buy all the sneakers that have been produced, and then like do some perverted stuff with them on TV. Oh,
2: like viral, <laughs> viral marketing—that's like really yeah. good right now. That's a good idea. <laughs> like, if we hit like um, if we hit like Chelsea Clinton with like one of the sneakers, that would <laughs> yeah. go viral. Dang. No. Yeah. What?
0: No. Why Chelsea, why Chelsea
3: Clinton? Can you explain the joke? Well, uh, I don't
2: know. She just seems like someone. If you hit her with a sneaker, people would be like especially offended. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? All right, I take the ding back. I take it back.
2: Yeah, I, I, there was nothing problematic about what I was saying. I was thinking oh, yeah. of, I was thinking sure. of how, like, like remember in like during the Iraq War when the guy threw his shoes at George W. Yeah, Bush yeah. and it was fucking right. awesome. Right. No, no, do,
0: we just, have a, do we have a drop to run the problematic speech counter in reverse if we have, one, want to take one back?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that was yeah. actually the most feminist thing any of us have ever said on the podcast, because Simon's commercial teaches people that it's wrong to throw sneakers at women, I think. I think that's the message.
2: <laughs> that, and that literally is the founding tenet of feminism.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what the Mary Wollstonecraft thing is all about.
4: Okay, we are getting problematic now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we
2: could drop one there.
4: <laughs> wait, what? Sure. Okay. Uh, we, could, I, we, we, we could throw a sneaker at the only female NBA coach.
1: Well, I wanted to, like, you know, the other. Who's week... the only female NBA coach?
2: But didn't we just talk about this?
4: Oh, wait, he was off because Tiffany was on. Geraldine Ferraro. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good that one. Oh, okay.
2: Now I get the joke. <laughs> now you got, you laughed, though, when we said that. <laughs> I
1: know. I was just being polite. There really oh, is a I, know. F- I do that Real soap you. radio.
2: I do that too. It's like when someone yeah. makes a reference on the show and you guys all laugh. That's why I go, ha, 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 ha. and 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 then you all, and then you're all quiet for a while. And I'm like, oh shit. Oh, well, let's move on. Yeah, he. It's like kind of my. That's my fake laugh. It like really wrecks the rhythm. Um, no wait. Uh, well, I mean, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, you can Go to days of the week if uh, you want. No, I. We were some,
3: talking about our sneaker commercials. Oh yeah. yeah. Am
4: we were talking I'm, about our sneaker commercials. Okay. I'm not up to, up to date on the sneaker commercial. What, what, what kind I, don't, of, uh, I don't think
3: we are either, North. I think <laughs> so. yeah. we're just trying to figure out how to get free shoes. Like, yeah, you yeah that's crazy
4: at this point.
2: I think. Yeah. Well, I can't remember what I, 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 had, I had some other like, like idea in my mind that was like confusing me about sports, but oh, I did oh, say so last night. Uh, like a, another sports expert from a rival sports podcast, real good show. Posted on Twitter, like, does anyone have any sports questions? This isn't what I was thinking of. I, this just occurred to me later, um, and I asked a question that, and I got a bunch of answers, and Whoa. I don't trust these answers. Whoa. Uh-huh. So my question was: If you bounce a ball really hard off the court in basketball, and it bounces up and goes in the basket, does that count as a basket?
1: Whoa!
2: Yes. Yes, that's, that's what people told me. In which case, why don't I see that very why, more often, Nora? <laughs>
4: Because of the because of because of uh, of uh, the laws of physics, right? It's very difficult to to do that. Uh, uh, no, it seems like it would be easier. Uh, no, because when you're dealing with guys who are seven feet tall. If you throw the ball on the ground, most of those guys are will be able to deflect that shot. Mm. You know, you want to throw it up, up above them.
1: Yeah, your arms are stronger
4: than the ground.
2: Mm, okay, so you're saying that like the just the amount of force required to get a ball to go up to the basket, you're basically doubling that if you have to bounce it off the court first.
4: Well, I'm saying like, okay, just imagine you're playing pool and you're going to hit a bank shot,
2: mm-hmm. but
4: but there's people guarding the the the, the hole mm-hmm. on when you're okay. on the pool table. Uh-huh. So that would be difficult, right? That's what okay. that's. Be... Uh okay. Can I make a um a can drop we,
2: request here? Can we play pool in a way where you can guard the 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 like where you can like block the ball? <laughs> oh, uh,
4: that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean it'd be uh, like, it'd be like yeah, they would hockey. But yeah, it's... exactly. I want
2: right. to make a drop request. I would like to hear
0: the sound of tape rewinding. And then a replay, like, detuned a little bit of Brit saying, because your arms are stronger than the ground. <laughs>
2: okay. All right. Well,
3: we'll,
2: well whoever, whoever edits this can work, can get right on that. Um, anyway, and uh, then someone else uh, that I know. What do we call a- that? We
3: call that uh, real-time highlights. <laughs>
2: my, my point is, I feel like um, I feel like it's stupid that no one ever tries that. Like, it's I,
3: definitely stupid. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. definitely
4: stupid. And they then, really, yeah. Steph Curry hasn't tried this? I'm sure Steph Curry's tried Steph this. Steph Curry should
2: be forced to try this. Like, like, <laughs> like that should be the only way he's allowed to score baskets for, like, the final game.
0: Yeah, I, I want to know working. why guys, why don't guys bounce the ball off the ceiling of the arena to, to make <laughs> shots? Like, longer shots.
3: Oh, remember that McDonald's commercial with Michael Jordan and somebody playing horse in the empty gym?
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
3: Oh. What happened to so, that like, Larry yeah. Bird or somebody. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, McCall and I were in the same room uh, this weekend as Magic, as Magic Johnson and Kobe Bryant. Ah,
3: right.
2: excellent oh, second.
4: wow! That's incredible. Excellent. Yeah, and and, and uh, uh, Vivica A. Fox
2: and Vivica Fox, and also uh, MC Light.
4: Yeah. So, how was Lakers, the game? Well, who,
3: was in, who was who played in the game? Who were the
4: teams?
2: Uh, the teams were we went to go see the L.A. Sparks uh, versus the Seattle Storm. Okay. um and we went to the staples center and um if like i we kind of tried to record like an interview live with like a woman who like worked there so maybe i'll maybe like we'll cut that in now or maybe we just won't because i don't think it was very good okay. um, we're gonna
1: did you listen back to what we recorded nah man okay <laughs> oh, i want to because we should play that but i didn't know what it sounded like
2: well i mean i figured like we'd either like splice it in or whatever like, we're gonna you
1: know. splice it in right now
2: yeah maybe if if we if you didn't just hear it, that's because we didn't spice it in. Um, so anyway, what are, but what are the? no uh, what are uh, we doing? You're talking.
0: are we doing? I have, a, I have a footnote or sidebar if you guys are stumped.
2: If if we. <laughs> the wall <laughs> This happens sometimes This happens to the greatest athletes
4: they, like, this, is they, what, this, this is what happens when you try to bounce the ball And, make, and get into the basket This, this is exactly what happens I, I, feel like, just, I feel like you guys just had a James Harden moment
2: I'm James Harden <laughs> lying on the court uh, And Mike yeah. McHale keeps trying to pick me up And I'm like swatting his hand away angrily But at the same Wait, time I can't can I, get up myself yet
3: Can I suggest a formal constraint to help uh, push this segment forward? Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. That uh, Simon and McHale take turns Just exchanging one sentence factoids about the game
0: Yes
1: Okay
3: Okay. All right. Uh, Mikhail starts.
1: So the game opens up with the star player, the LA Sparks, Neka Ugumake, uh, grabs the microphone and just says to the audience, thanks for coming to the game. We're really excited. We're going to have a great time. And we thought that was really interesting because, like, they don't do that in the NBA. Like, you know, Steph Curry doesn't take the microphone and and thank the audience for coming.
3: Yeah, that's nice. I like that. It's very warm. It's like a warm welcome.
2: Yeah, the the audience was very nice. and essentially, like we were told, and, and this is somewhat in the interview we did, but uh, Mikhail talked to one of the workers there, and she said like, she's, like it's her favorite game to work at, um, because the, like, the audience is just polite and there's like, good energy. And uh, that was our experience, I would say, of the WNBA at <laughs> yeah, the Staples Center. It was about 40% full, I'd say. Wow. We left
1: feeling, we were on like a, a natural high. Yeah. Like, everything in the world seemed brighter, happier, better,
4: um, it was really weird. Did, did did somebody win and somebody lose?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. La Sparks. <laughs> La Sparks. Well, it was a good game. Like like it was it was neck and neck until about the fourth quarter when the Sparks, who are two, 2016 champions, which uh, we were told had uh, more than doubled the amount of season tickets they had um, right. this season, um, from like fourteen hundred to thirty three hundred, where the stats Mical got. I'm just taking Mical's facts now. Um, and then uh, then the last quarter they pulled away by ten. So it was a really good game. Um, I'm yeah, saving. I'm saving the biggest and most important fact for you, Mikal. Uh I don't know if you want to hit that right now.
1: I don't know what it is. Is it that we? Is it about Carolyn Swords, who's a white girl who's six six and um, gangly? Uh,
2: no, that we were. We became big fans of a uh, Seattle Storm player, uh, Carolyn Swords. No, it was. Um, it's the thing that we tried to achieve before, and and we, we did achieve this game.
1: Understanding it.
2: yes but there's something specific that we tried to do at a live sporting event before uh where you also had your baby that they wouldn't do problematically for us the previous game we went to oh oh. we we got
1: on the jumbotron we got on yeah
2: yeah Yeah, exactly
1: featured we were
2: featured on jumbotron did you
4: have to kiss each other
2: uh, no, but it, but Mikhail had his baby on his shoulders, and it was, okay. the baby was dancing. And there were also like um, there were a group of little girls behind us who were shout things like "Don't get discouraged," like when the team would like miss a shot, and it was like it was like really awesome. Um, but they were like really shrill too, because they were like little little. They're like, you know, that age where like your voice is like piercing, but also like you have full lung power apparently. Um. So, what are those things like Vuvuzelas that like um? Yeah, made yeah. like the World Cup awful. Vuvuzelas, I'm not yeah.
3: sure if it's problematic to refer to girls' voices as being shrill, but it, to be safe, I'm going to mm. ding that just to be safe. But also, so yeah. Um, <laughs> as a review, you guys, when you went to the USC Washington women's basketball game, you felt as though the uh, director of the Fano Vision Jumbotron was too conservative to put you guys on. Yeah, he thought. Because you See, appeared to this, be a gay couple with a yeah. With for some, a, some
1: reason, that this one we didn't appear to be a gay couple.
2: Well, or oh. I mean, the the reason we felt like like it was ridiculous that the that we weren't shown on the USC jumbotron is because there were only like a hundred people there, so yeah. just statistically, just like I, we, sh- we should have shown up at some point.
4: That was actually right, on baby. my mind. I, I was actually about to ask you that, Mikhail. I was like whenever I hang out with a buddy with with my kid, I get these looks like we're this gay couple with a kid in LA. I mean. I, is that, am I imagining that?
1: It, ha- it depends on how like, how you're holding yourself, your body language.
4: Oh, because this is like is an old like, friend, so I really like this friend.
1: All so. I can say is the first time me and Simon did, that's the looks we got. This time, yeah. we didn't get those looks.
2: Well, I probably shouldn't have worn my assless chaps to the first game. <laughs> <laughs> and then secondly, yeah, I mean, I don't know about like the looks. I mean, the only thing I, I get when I'm hanging out with McAllen as baby is people are actually like, nice to me uh so right. yeah right. like people are actually like oh like you know like who's that kid and i'm like i don't know man like <laughs> i don't know, ask him i don't you know i don't know what's going on like um it was pretty great though we um in the line for beer was like really short but um it was so short that we decided to not drink because it didn't feel like enough of an effort um, so we just had a really nice <laughs> sober time but michael yeah. and michael you well, we had not slept in a while though
4: are, are the prizes yeah. the same for the beers at the, the, the women's game as the men's games
2: uh extremely problematic uh because of course as you know uh the pro- prohibition is still in effect at women's games so it's actually like yeah no no,
4: no i'm saying since women get paid less than men do the beers would cost less than the oh game. so that was actually
2: like a feminist st- like i can hear yeah. dave trying to ding this but, but i'm trying i'm gonna try to spin it as like as a very woke observation um i don't know man we did, we bought dasani's they were definitely like they were 450 each that felt like the right price i bought
1: french fries at the end they were great
2: Oh yeah, they were good. Okay, so that was our sporting event. Here's what
1: was interesting: was that was also that the game, and this is like, well, there's two things that came up. If
2: kind of a like a oh.
1: if a player doesn't does, doesn't do a good play, if they mess up, if they throw an airball or something, Simon was kind of saying like, yeah, you don't want to be mean to them.
2: Oh well, so so the most amazing but, like, thing that happened. So the DJ there was really interesting, and like so like there was like an amazing thing where like um. Like I think it was like one a uh, storm player tried to pass to another and missed completely, um, and like it went into the stands. And they did, and the DJ did the drop that was like Los Angeles basketball, and it was <laughs> oh, like yeah. a really like oh, yeah. it was I like a weird <laughs> ironic. And then like it happened again like um like the Sparks went for a shot and got an air ball, and he did the drop again. And it was Whoa. like it was like oh yeah,
4: well, one of the things I hate the most about professional basketball is when a guy misses a free throw and he gets high fives. You, you shouldn't uh. get a high. You get slapped yes. in the back of the head for missing a free throw. <laughs> if I'm, I mean, if you're a professional basketball player, you should make most of your free throws. It's unguarded, Actually, I, and I, can, I, I, I can't can, stand when they get high fives.
2: I completely agree. And furthermore, if I was a professional basketball player and I had like two free throws and I missed the first one, and everyone went in for like i five, I'd be like, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!"
4: Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. Like, like I, you'd hate yourself, right? You just, I, I was like,
2: I, d- "I don't deserve
3: it. <laughs> don't touch me." That's a relatively new development. I don't think that was the case 20 years ago. I mean,
4: well, DeAndre Jordan should not get high fives when he misses a free throw. That's yeah. that, I think right. it's just it's like Macau. You know, like from raising a kid, you can't encourage him to make, keep missing free throws. So I mean, like, there's
0: like there's some really interesting um, like physics and science about why these big men are so bad at free throws. I don't know if we have time to get into it right now, but um, I was reminded of it earlier when we were talking about uh, the physics of bouncing the ball off the floor into the hoop. Um, I mean, one of the issues is that the angle um, from which the the big guys, like, shoot the ball, because they're shooting from so high up, um, the space, like, the hoop is actually smaller for them um, because they're not putting as much of an arc on the ball to reach the 10 feet. So if a ball is dropping directly from below, you can imagine that the space it's dropping into is actually bigger than if it's coming uh, more horizontally toward the
4: hoop. You're giving too much of an excuse, though, Dave. I mean, what... What about Hakim Alajijaan or Omari's, Omari in his prime? They were making eighty percent of their free throws.
2: I agree, and uh, yeah. and furthermore. Yeah, and, and and uh, you know, Kelsey Plum makes all her free
4: throws, and yes, I've seen. It does. Yeah. And How so. How tall is Kelsey, Kelsey Plum though? I don't know, like five eight. <laughs> they definitely fight more, but I mean, you know, I think it's just laziness because they're so used to being two feet from the basket most of the game, you know, and like like someone like Shaq could easily score. Is it, is it, uh, are the frogs coming down? Mikael? No. Uh, yeah. What's like, going on, dude? On hail? Is that hail? No, no, the, no.
2: But I, I like that this is our most, like, soothing episode. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: but, it's like but waves it's also, like, every, and rain. Just every player is different. Doesn't Amari Stadamari have, like, relatively small hands? Like, imagine trying to shoot a golf ball um, right hoop versus a, versus a volleyball right. like it's a lot harder to deal with a golf ball actually.
3: well, this is a podcast that likes to enumerate how difficult it is for tall people to survive yeah in the world so that's the, this is, we now know that like they face like insane physical discrimination in terms of foul shooting. Yeah. Uh, previously we established that they die younger than short people
4: I, but, hurts it, their but, organs, right. but, but 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 they usually get picked first in the draft even though they're less talented.
2: Hmm,
3: interesting this is interesting true.
4: theory. That just <laughs> but would you because, That's, that's, that's just, not a theory. Michael Jordan was take second, right? Above who and who else uh, you know I don't
3: know, they're both Kevin, They're both Kevin, dead. Kevin, they're, they're, dead Kevin, they're so Kevin
4: tall. Yeah, Kevin Durant was second. Uh, you yeah. know Greg, Greg Oden was first. Was Greg yeah, Greg, Greg Odin. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, well, we just heard Macal die. I know.
0: Um... I wanna, speaking of Macal, I just want to point out <laughs> I, I feel very proud of him right now. He's doing great. Uh, um, he's doing good work because first of all, he, I feel like he's had like a, a multi episode run without without triggering the problematic speech counter, and just now, for one of the first times I think in our in our thirty year friendship, uh, Macal did not make a performance of pronouncing like a non, you know. Uh, Anglo-biblical name. <laughs> like, when he, Wait. when he said... When he said, That's like, Echo Umake, like, it was one of the first times I've heard him pronounce... That was really... That was, that was, that
2: was... So you're saying that Mikal can't pronounce, like, names like that correctly unless he does, like, um, a bit of, like, a uh, impression? That's problematic? Yeah,
0: like he, has, he has to, like, telegraph the fact that he's dealing with, like, a non-b- non-British, non-biblical name, and, 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 he, and, he, and he's not doing it. And I feel like Mikau is, like, really...
2: Oh, uh, really... like, when people in, like, um like LA, like, like, like pronounce, like, they're like, oh, Los Feliz. And like, you know, they like right. say, it, say it like a really like like accent way. And <laughs> or like,
0: not, so. no, it's not even that I'm
2: criticizing like the accent or the way it's more like, it feels like,
0: no, th- now we're going the opposite way. Now we're trying well, to clowning him when actually I, 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 to... I didn't, I did
2: not say. Right. normally Is that how normally he does it?
0: Yeah, like, normally, if he has to pronounce, like, a, I don't even want it to see now. it's We're going too far with this. I actually wanted it to be, like, I'll just
1: accept the compliment, guys. Yeah, no, I to be, like, get, a purely I...
0: positive moment where I acknowledge that um, that I've noticed just in that moment that instead of, like, telegraphing and making a performance of, that he's, that he's like, saying something that's, like... <laughs> really sweet.
2: It's
3: the really problem sweet. with, and like, I, yeah,
2: um... the problem with your, like, actual sincere positive moment there is the problematic thing that Mikhail does is so funny that like, we, like, it's hard for the rest of us to move on. <laughs> so, right. so anyway, well, okay. What are you going
0: to say? Okay. I also want there was one other thing that I wanted to say about the conversation about you guys attending the WNBA game. I just wanted to – since you guys were in the same room with uh, Kobe Bryant and Magic Johnson, I wanted to ask North if Kobe Bryant and Magic Johnson are the two greatest Lakers.
4: If they're if the two greatest Lakers? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's it's, – it's, do I think that – that's a question that we need to be asked the day before –
2: <laughs> no, we're asking you now, and you have, okay. You have ten okay. seconds.
4: All right, they—they're they, they're probably the greatest Lakers. That's the best I could give you. They're okay. probably like the greatest. Shaq, Kareem. I don't know. I just um, yeah. I mean, Kobe's better than Shaq. I mean, yeah, Kareem. Uh, it'd probably be Kareem and Magic, though. Ultimately, I would think. Okay. I think Shaq got more Finals MVPs
0: with the Lakers than Kobe did, didn't he?
4: Yeah. Finals MVPs are like are like Golden Gloves. You know, okay. It's like, it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, Kobe also only got one
0: regular season MVP, I think, in his whole career. I mean, Andre Iguodala was an MVP. That's true. You know?
4: mm. <laughs>
2: Good point. Good well, point. Mike, Mike brought up something a little while ago that I wanted to go back to, which is Mike. So you're saying that the the habit of congratulating players after they miss a three th- a free throw is a relatively recent thing, and you're associating that with the rise of Liberalism and safe spaces on our college campuses. Oh no! And and participation trophies.
3: I did say that directly. Yeah, it's, okay. uh, right. I did say exactly that. I said exactly that sentence.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to, just wanted to make sure that, that, that I, I understood where you were going. I just want yeah. to make sure I knew where you were going with that. Yeah, it's it's like a new segment is... called
3: Mike's Snowflake
2: Corner. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I don't feel like the issue is like is like like compassionate or like humanistic politics as much as just like a millennial, yeah, like a participation trophy uh, type of approach
2: to Yeah. Okay. Life. So you agree with Mike's uh, right-wing thesis. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, Dave and I are in total agreement. Okay, total. got it, got <laughs> it. Um, Dave and I stand shoulder to shoulder on this issue.
2: Uh, uh, the draft, okay. the draft came up a little while ago. What are our draft lottery predictions and fears? Well, first
4: of all, I hate the lottery balls. Does anybody like, hate that? The lottery <laughs> balls? How, how how childish is that? Like whoever <laughs> gets the most balls, you know? Like, like I, mean, it, is, to, I mean, to determine like this this hundred million dollar question is determined by these
0: balls. I hate that the lottery is fake and they pretend that it's real. That's yeah,
2: that they, like, can... Yeah, the, the, the balls don't feel like the... Um, I mean, they're probably just still doing that, like Albro suggested in his previous episodes, that they can rig these things, right?
0: My, yeah. um, my play of the week was actually going to be the first ever uh, play of the week that hasn't happened yet. It was going to be a future play of the week uh, yeah. for tomorrow night, Tuesday, um, when the 76ers, or when the Lakers are going to select the number four spot... The 76ers are going to select the number one spot and yeah. consequently the 76ers are going to end up with the number one and four slots, like cementing 10 uh, years yeah. of NBA dominance and 10 years of
2: like
3: <laughs> irrelevance for the Lakers. I like this play, Dave. I like this play very much.
2: Yeah. Thank you. But America's you team. So now what if that goes a different way? What if the Lakers get the top pick? Do you feel like it's it's completely rigged like Albro was saying?
0: Well, yeah, because the, Laker, well, the Lakers are protected. So if the Lakers get one of the top three picks, they get to keep their pick. Anything outside of that, they give it to the 76ers. And, yeah, I think if the Lakers get the number one pick and select Lonzo Ball, then I am all in on the lottery being totally rigged. Yeah,
4: Or the number two pick and select <laughs> the La- Lonzo the, the, the Lakers have protection.
0: Yeah, well, for the top three. Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> well, I don't know what that means.
0: It means that um, because the Lakers made a trade deal a few years ago, um, where they where it involved like protected lottery picks that they that they were using as 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 a trade chip um, in this lottery if they select one of the top 3 picks they get to keep it but if they select anything outside of the top 3 they give that pick to the 76ers
2: you know McAllen and I had this moment at the game yesterday where I was <laughs> like wouldn't it be cool if the LA Sparks got like Kelsey Plum and like and McCal was like no see because they won the championship they won't have the top pick and then we both just basked in, the, in a moment of, like, we knew something about sports now <laughs> that we definitely didn't know, like, three months ago. And, like, it was a good moment. It's it's a really so, good moment. Yeah, this is really help, this is helping me kind of solidify that sports knowledge. So who, who is the number one draft pick? Is it Lonzo Ball?
3: Probably not. I Probably think Markel Fultz. This, yeah, I think everyone thinks Fultz and then Ball second. Okay. Um, it also depends on if the Celtics get the first pick, um, which it seems like they almost definitely will. Uh, they're not expected to take Lonzo Ball.
4: Um, I think it's ironic that Magic has, is HIV positive and the Lakers are, have protection.
2: Uh, oh.
4: Problematic.
2: Wow. All right, well, <laughs> uh, so wait. So moving on, uh, why, why don't the Sixers have the number one pick, Mike? Uh, they, they,
3: lose, they
2: lose a lot.
3: They have, the I think, the fourth worst record. So they have... Yeah, okay, uh, so the fourth pick. Yeah, so they're you know they'll they'll have a good pick and they they could wind up with with one and four as Dave uh, predicted. Um, that would us so happy. I yeah.
1: mean that's yeah. T- that was, yeah, was. That was what Albro
2: predicted. That was Albro's prediction. So let's it was, see. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, North is our first guest that we're comfortable just like interrupting and like like <laughs> like like shutting down. <laughs> this is so the the podcast is moving in like the best possible direction because Albro. North. I also set
0: the record for the problematic speech counter. Sorry, what, what about which I, which
2: I didn't expect? I was I'm taking, I, I you know, I thought my record was unchallenged. But. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> hey,
1: what was that movie Blue Chips called? Why is it called Blue Chips? That's related to the lottery, right?
3: Oh uh, yeah, like a blue chip recruit, like the best, it's, the best of the best.
2: It's supposed like to be a an ironic title. Star. It's an ironic title. Okay.
4: Is, is, is aren't all Hollywood titles ironic? Oh well, yeah. I mean, if you dig deep <laughs> enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. No, I, I thought it had something with like you know, also like with blue collar. I uh No, has but it? Yeah, really... uh... I, I, I I actually really like that movie. I'm I was... like I'm, I think I'm the only person on earth who like that movie, but I like that speech yeah, that yeah. Nick about... gave.
2: I've seen neither Blue Chips nor the film Blue Collar. um so, I'm going to yeah. go
0: out on a limb right
2: now. and this is I just of saw Blue Collar again, actually. I've seen the Christoph Kozlowski film, Blue.
4: I've seen that one also, right? All right, Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty similar. Uh, what anyways, other films have you guys seen? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen My Blue Heaven. I'm used to it. This, this is an interesting uh, a moment I for see me. Because you know, most, yeah. most of the people on this podcast, I'm used to talking movies about and not sports. <laughs> and when Mikhail started watching sports, he said, you know, you can talk to sports with me. It's very awkward for me because <laughs> we because our friendship is based around like art and movies. And yeah, we
1: have transitioned really well, actually. We yeah,
4: and, and like Dave, Dave is more like my sports friend. I don't talk to him about yeah. anything else. It, it's very stereotypical. And Mikel, we talk about art and philosophy or whatever you want to call it. But it, it's talk
1: about babies now mostly.
4: Yeah, it, but but there's like a, a mask you wear with your friends. I realize that because I can't I can't talk to sports with Mikel actually yeah we need to work on that right but uh, you might see like a different side of me that you don't like mm. <laughs> <laughs> well i, you know? I, I yeah
2: I, mean, I i so you're holding back right now is what you're saying
4: well i'm not i'm doing my best but it's a little awkward because even with you simon you know we, we talk about more movies also like yeah. yeah it's true uh, or, hey, i mean hey. You I used to always run, run into you at like screenings, you know, over there. And now you're going to run into me at sporting events. Not going to run into you at sporting <laughs> events, right? Yeah. <laughs> like we can't talk. We can't talk about *Way at the Dragon* at the Sparks game.
2: No, we can't. You know, but it's also really <laughs> still very hard to talk to me about sports because I don't know anything about it. Um, despite right. having this really successful podcast. That should make
1: it like easier in a way. Well, I feel like, yeah, it makes it easier
2: because you could pretty much say anything to you,
0: and you kind of go along with it.
2: That's that's <laughs> actually very true. That's like one hundred percent true. Um, oh wait, I watched the UFC fights on Saturday. That was kind of fun. I guess some one of my plays of the week would probably be someone hitting someone else in the head, but um, yeah. it wasn't. You know, it didn't really stand out a whole lot. I, but I had a full day of sports on Saturday, and that was my first ever like day of sports. Because at McAllen, I went to a game, and then I went to my friend's house to watch UFC, and it was like eight eight yeah. consecutive hours of sports. It's I yeah. felt, I was exhausted.
1: It's a big sports day for you.
2: Yeah, actually, I kind of am still recovering a little bit. So yeah. Hey, does oh, anyone yeah. have any plays of the week? I mean, this my is-
1: play of the week is going to be real straightforward and uh, genuine. It's uh, John Wall hitting the game-winning buzzer-beating uh, basket against the South Celt- in the Celtics Wizards game. That's going to well by the time this episode airs, the game will have been won, but to tie the series at three-three. It's that shot it was a real nice, straightforward
2: basketball moment. Yeah, he did good. He did good work, and that's what we like most about sports: is just the straightforward gameplay. Yeah, game play. yeah Classic, it really was. That was an amazing shot. Shot, yeah. just
1: a beautiful shot, beautiful
3: win. That's yeah. It. All right. Um, I have another. I have a quick one. Uh, baseball one. The uh, pitcher for the Nationals, Max Scherzer, uh, at some point last week. Was uh, pitching against um, America's team, the Philadelphia Phillies, and <laughs> somebody hit a line drive back at the mound, which is known as a, a comebacker, and uh, uh, like l- uh, like whacked him in the shin, and it looked like uh, he, oh, he was going to cat- like it looked oh. like he was going to like have a broken leg or something. Um, but then in the fifth inning, later in that game, he achieved a very rare feat in baseball, um, which is known as an immaculate inning, which is when you get uh, you get you get out of the inning in nine pitches so he struck mm, out whoa. three guys on nine pitches oh, wow. oh, shit. Um, and it's only that's been awesome. done apparently 84 times in major league baseball history that's well, awesome how,
2: well how many times in major league baseball history has a comebacker led to an immaculate inning
3: right yeah. this is the first one i think probably first. the
2: first one yeah um yeah. well that's 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 an incredible play uh dave i just want to say so, i love when the when it comes back at the pitcher and they
1: catch it really fast
2: like yeah. Sometimes you see that play. Well, that's like literally the fastest thing that can possibly happen in the game of baseball.
4: It
3: is. Yeah.
2: But,
4: but yeah. how many like, times has a has a has anybody pitched a game with a game on acid and and pitched a no hitter on acid? Just so you one. know about it.
2: It
1: guys has on the Pirates. Yeah. 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 We do. We do. But,
4: yeah. No,
2: I like I like that. That's that that is sports history. He like like the spiders. Do you ever see that like weird like infographic of like the spiders on different drugs and the spider on LSD does like a perfect web. <laughs> this is like true. No, si- oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, scientists yeah. like gave like spiders drops of acid yeah. and like to see how their webs would go and the and the LSD spider is like perfectly geometric. <laughs> it's like a really excellent web, but like you can tell the spiders are irreparably insane. <laughs> um, and that yeah, pitching a game on acid feels like like I I mean that's everyone everyone in every sport should be forced to play on acid at least one game. There should be an acid game.
4: Just to that's, what, what you know, that, that's what I hate about that. What's that Denzel movie? <laughs> What's that Denzel Washington movie where he's a pilot and he lands the plane upside down and all that? That Robert Zemeckis uh, movie. Uh,
2: uh, you're, you're thinking of He Got Game, yeah?
4: He Got Game, okay. And he got game when he lands the plane. He gets punished for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, it, yeah. And, and I didn't understand how everyone said he had to apologize for it, but he landed the fucking plane well, he perfectly. La- well, he
2: landed it upside down. If you've but, actually seen the film.
4: But does anyone, But it, you know, if it was somebody who was not drunk and, and high. Everybody would have died. Well, no, it wasn't his fault that he. Yeah, no, that
2: that that film, uh, which is actually called Flight, is really just a long kind of um, like infomercial for cocaine use. <laughs> it's it, like basically, it's like, hey, if you take cocaine and drink, like you are basically a superhero. Um, and, and <laughs> you, you can land a plane upside down. It's
1: true. Like that last scene when he's totally wasted and he has to talk to the press, and they just make him do cocaine, and then and then
2: and then they elect him president. <laughs> um, and that's how the film ends, and I, I really enjoyed it personally. Um, but
4: but he's, like, he's like the you know the, the pirates pit. I think it was Doug Ellis. It's the same thing. Like he he landed the plane perfectly. He did, and he and he should have you know he should have gotten rewarded for that. I mean that's that's what should have happened. Was he not rewarded? <laughs> I think he went to prison. He had to apologize to like a bunch of people. <laughs> you know oh,
2: no. that is uh, that's that is fucked up. And I and I by the way one hundred percent stand by. I don't know if you guys thought I wasn't going to say it again, but I am going to say it again. Uh, there should be LSD games, where every player takes <laughs> right. at least one hit of acid, and and we just and I bet it's like the best game ever. I do not find yeah. that problematic.
4: No, I don't either. You
1: said you said there should be acid games. I thought that's brilliant. That was really funny and yeah. brilliant. Also, oh, so, I, I, no, but I'm
4: really that, like that's, but, that's a great idea. But it was they, 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 they could do it in like Costa Rica or something where there's no. <laughs> no make, no, good <laughs> good point, uh
2: problematic we don't know we don't know with the laws there well enough to say that uh, that's problematic we or can't not can't
1: assume that it's like you know crazy over there we can't assume that we,
4: well, that's, what, that's why they make dinosaurs so wait. you know they could have games there uh, you know, Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. I, I see where you're going with this. Okay, yeah. Jurassic. Park.
2: It's true. First, went to the Jurassic Park law of 1993. Uh, certain things are legal in Costa Rica that are not legal in most places. Um, that is true. All right. So let's wrap it up, guys. Uh, what? Oh. The last thing I have here is the. Well, we've gone for like an hour. I didn't get. To, I didn't get to do my play of the week. Oh, I'm sure so yeah, You, sorry. Did.
0: you sorry. did the future play.
3: Oh yeah, that's yeah.
0: true. Sorry. Okay. Oh wait! Dave, do, you, do you have another one? He tells though?
2: us we forget to vote. We always forget to vote, and then Dave. Well, wait. Does North have a play of the week? North, do you have a play of the week? I don't.
4: I mean, is I don't understand the play of the week.
3: We don't. We What's, don't understand. I,
4: what is there not
2: to understand about the play of the week?
4: Play
3: of the week. <laughs> <laughs> pretty I mean, self-explanatory.
2: Yeah, yep. it's pretty self-explanatory, dude. Is there a play this week that you felt was worth mentioning <laughs> to 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 us and to the listeners? Um. I, I can't think of when. Yeah, it wasn't a very good week. Okay, so let's all vote. Uh, I guess I'm going to vote for the immaculate inning.
3: Me
0: too. I'm going to vote for me seeing into the future.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to vote for the future
4: one too. So North uh, has to break the tie. North, it's a tiebreaker. Wait, wait. So remind me, what's the immaculate inning again? <laughs> what? what?
2: What?
1: It was the guy.
4: It was the pitcher who pitched really well.
1: Are you taking care of your baby for a second, there? What's going on?
4: I I am actually. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just just like pick one, North.
4: <laughs> All right. I'll. Uh... What's the other two titles? I'm gonna go based on the titles. Just based the immaculate immaculate?
2: versus Dave C's Future.
1: Or you could take uh, mine, which was just the sincere, genuine. No, play. but that
3: that still won't break the tie, though. It won't
2: break the tie, Macau, because you.
4: He doesn't have to if she doesn't want to. Oh, that's true. All right. We I like this is The tie. I don't get, get titled Immaculate Anymore.
2: Okay. Right, we, have a, we, have a, we have a play of the week for the listeners at home. Um, I don't know what you are supposed to do with that information, but I think this is one of the few times we've ever achieved Dave that just, goal. This was so just, just for Dave.
1: Dave just says, really, I know Dave's wanted this for a long
2: time. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is. we finally did do it. Like, <laughs> and it, I think it's therefore very appropriate that Dave lost. uh so wait so do do we want to end on this Macau song uh nils lofgren beef or do we just want to thank north and and call it a night oh yeah i
1: gotta listen to that
2: well okay so we should probably thank north and call it a night then all
3: right (laughs) we uh, can talk about that we can talk about that next week yeah Yeah. we also have
1: to say
2: that next week
0: we'll we'll pick up on on kobe's muse cage
2: oh yeah so i've been watching the muse cage yeah thank you next week yeah, next week we'll have to get again the so
3: Yeah, we'll be covering NBA Lottery. We'll be covering uh, Game 7 of Wizard Celtics and yeah. Games 2 and 3 of Dub Spurs. It'll be a big week next week.
2: It's going to be a big week next week. Definitely. Definitely be sure to tune in uh, next week. You don't want to miss it. It's going This to be feels like cool. a really professional way to grace. this and to prop the listeners for next week. Yeah. This is
1: perfect timing. Like, my car, I'm just arriving home now, like, as the episode's ending. Like you, that, some people
2: would trip. say that that's not ideal timing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, th- thank you, North. You were a great guest. Uh, thank sure you, we'll North. You, I'm sure right, we'll have you everybody. on again. And uh, thanks, yeah. everyone, for listening. Good night. All right back. Really entertaining. Cause physical exertion.
3: Everyone's feeling good. I knew I was missing a great sporting event. Make
2: Make room for
3: sports.
0: Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Oh, boy.